0: Please pray, come Holy Spirit with me three times. Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, as we enter into Holy Week, we ask for a change of mind, a change of heart, a change of self. Please remove all that distracts us at this time from this place and help us focus on offering ourselves more fully in this Mass. Make all these prayers in the name of Jesus, who is Lord Forever and ever, Amen. What more can you say? As we look at the gospel reading today, if that doesn't, doesn't like move you to change, I don't know what will. As we've entered into our time of Lent, we're coming to an end, and we're getting ready for Easter, but we have to go through Holy Week. And Holy Week begins today, and as we look at Holy Week, sometimes it's just important to look at where, where have we been, what are the Gospels in saying, and where are we going. So the first day of Lent, the first Sunday, we heard about Jesus being baptized and being driven out of the desert and being tempted by the evil one for 40 days and for 40 nights. And then we heard about the transfiguration where Jesus took Peter, James, and John, up to the mountain and revealed that he is indeed the Son of God. He is it. He is the only one who can save us. And he proclaimed his exodus into Jerusalem with Elijah and Moses at his left and his right. And then we heard the gospel when we had our altar consecrated here. The gospel talked about Jesus warning us, if you and I do not repent, if we do not turn from our sins, we are going to perish. Next week we heard about the prodigal son where we hear about the son who just completely blows it with his pride thinking he can just kind of spit on his father's will. But he has that moment of recollection, that moment of, what in the world am I doing? And he repents and he comes to his father but his father, once his father sees him he runs to him and comes and claims his son. And then last week, we heard about the woman caught in adultery, for Jesus teaches us that we're not called to judge others. And it's so easy just to pick up stones and get ready just to launch them at people and do some damage. But Jesus cannot be trapped. And here we have Palm Sunday, where it's so easy to say, hey, look at my palm, look at my palm. And my question for you, and, and me too, I look at myself in the mirror when I ask this, how How quickly will that palm turn into a sword once you walk out these church doors? How quickly will you turn back to bad habits? How quickly will you complain? Oh, Mass was ten minutes longer today. That was so boring. How quickly will you go back to bad habits that when you find yourself on the computer or on your tablet, it's just one click Before you know it, it's 10 clicks, and then it's 100 clicks, and you're doing something that you don't want to do because you're losing control. How quickly will our palms turn into swords? Unless if we choose to die to self this Holy Week in a radical way. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I can't wait until Easter because then I can have chocolate again. That's all you've given up. It's not enough. Jesus gives us a model. And for those of you who say you're a Christian, you proclaim that you're a Christian, there's nothing more unattractive than when you're around someone who says, hey, I'm a Christian, and as soon as they walk outside of these doors, those palms become swords pretty quick with foul language, with gossip. And the list goes on and on. As we hear in our second reading today, which I'd just like to look at for a little bit here, as we hear in our second reading, Jesus gives us a model to learn how to follow him, to put on his mind and not ours, how to empty ourselves, And it's called the kenotic hymn or kenosis, which means self-emptying. And that's the whole goal of being a Christian, is to empty ourselves of all that is not of God in us. And be completely transformed, be completely filled with Him. Because it says Jesus emptied Himself and He took the form of a slave, or some different translations say of a servant. What say you? Are you seeking to serve, or are you just a consumer? I just kind of sit back at Mass, I don't really focus. I don't think about how I can serve people in the community or in our church throughout the week. It said he was found in human likeness. God became a person to go to war with sin. Our warrior God came a person to go to sin to save you and I from whatever makes that palm go become a sword. And said he humbled himself. He became lower than the angels. What say you? Are you practicing the virtue of humility, seeing others as more important than yourself? Are you practicing humility, asking for new eyes, new ears, a new heart, constantly from Jesus, so you can see as he sees? Because it's so easy just to get caught up in the externals. But what about that invisible reality? Those things that you and I can't see, that Jesus wants to teach us how to see, First of all, learn how to see yourself as a son or a daughter of the Father, knowing that you are worth it, you are lovable, you're worth dying for. And knowing that it's God's son and daughter, too. And how do we learn how to see as Jesus sees? We have to practice that virtue of obedience, to spend time with the Word of God. Or we hear Jesus say things like, you are my beloved son, you are my beloved daughter, and with you I am well pleased. And when we're in that disposition of being a son or a daughter, God is most happy with us. We empty ourselves of all that is not of God. In the last line of our second reading to say it says, And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And what that means, when we say Jesus is Lord, it means he's in control of everything. He's in control of my sex life. He's in control of my education. He's in control of my vehicles, my bank account, my house. It's all in your hands, Jesus. But why did Jesus do it? He did it to give glory to God the Father, because the Father... Is always trying to show us how much He loves us. He's always trying to pierce your heart and pierce my heart to say, don't let that palm become a sword. Don't let that palm become a sword. As we enter into Holy Week, this is a week that's called to transform our lives. Thursday is Holy Thursday, where we hear about Jesus washing feet, where he literally shows us how to serve. He places his disciples below himself. The lowest of the low, he goes and serves them. And then he institutes the Eucharist and institutes the priesthood, the sacred priesthood, where we are able to see the importance, the core of our faith, which is the Eucharist. If you pull the Eucharist out of the Catholic Church, we don't have a church And our God humbles himself, he empties himself into bread and wine to show us that you and I don't have to hide. He hides because he knows we can be prideful and he knows we can struggle with, I'm not worthy of that kind of love. But it doesn't stop him from loving you and wanting to get to know you and to heal you and deliver you from whatever you struggle with. Then we go into Good Friday. Which is that day where you'll walk in the church and the priests will prostrate themselves of just saying, I am so unworthy of this. Same thing Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. He lays prostrate. And then we hear that narrative of him being crucified. And how quickly do you and I turn and say, crucify him, crucify him. And nonetheless, the Lord is happy to die for your sins as he fools Satan up to the mountain of Golgotha. He fools Satan because Satan thinks he's going to win. And before Jesus breathes his last and he says, it is finished, he smiles because he knows that the resurrection is awaiting you and I. And we come to Easter Vigil on Saturday evening And if you come to Easter Vigil on Saturday, you don't have to go to church on Sunday. It covers the obligation. And we start in complete darkness. Because without God, you and I are in complete darkness. And we start with the Easter fire. We have a giant fire in the church. It's really awesome. The church lights up. We start lighting candles. And that, that symbol of darkness is where we were and where Jesus wants us to be. To say, I conquered sin and death because I'm a warrior God. I conquered sin and death because I find you worth it. And will you tell others that they are worth it too? Will you tell others and help them to move from from being a consumer to being a servant? To humble ourselves, to stop thinking about ourselves. What are they going to think, Jesus, if I actually promote you to others? Don't worry about it. Because we're all called to be like Jesus. We're all called to be more humble. To be humble like our God, who in just a few minutes on this altar is going to humble himself by bread and wine becoming his body and blood. And he wants to fill you with himself. Because what you and I do doesn't work apart from God. So at this Mass, we're called to empty ourselves on this altar and offer ourselves with the priests to offer Jesus to the Father. To know that whatever darkness you may be going through, He's with you in the darkness. Whatever struggle you may have, He's with you. And He asks you to have a life-changing Holy Week. So I want to encourage you this Holy Week to not be afraid to enter into the sacred tritium, which is Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Vigil on Saturday. Because there is joy in the resurrection, there is joy in humility, of knowing that I gave it my all, I didn't quit, because right now I can tell the devils after some of us to throw in the towel, give up, it's not worth it. And Jesus knows your heart, he knows my heart, and he knows there's potential in your heart and my heart. As we enter into this Holy Week, let us take a, mo- a moment of silence to place all of that stuff on this altar, to ask our Lord to save us, to encourage us, but also to be his witnesses, to be humble, to seek to serve, and not be served, as we heard in our gospel. May Almighty God bless you as you enter into Holy Week. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.